Oh my gosh, strange love, I can feel Christmas a coming. This is day 10 of our 12 days of Christmas and we are gonna be doing the, I feel like it's lesser known movie maybe, cause it's a little older, The Holiday. You know why it's lesser known? Cause it's not a Christmas movie. I was tricked into watching this film by two women. And you loved every minute of it. Literally within the first 10 minutes, my dad's like, oh, I can get used to this movie. It's really, really cute. We really like this movie. It is a really classic rom-com. But not the most Christmassy movie where you've seen or that is on our 12 Days of Christmas list. Yeah, I think this is one of those movies where you know the producers wanted it to come out at Christmas time. And so they shoehorned a uh, Christmas theme into it. <laughs> like put a couple of Christmas trees and a couple of scenes and a couple of references to why it was snowing on the ground. But other than that, it really didn't center on Christmas very much. Yeah, not at all. But Nancy Myers is a queen and she is the director and screenwriter of this movie. And she's also done... Father of the Bride, The Parent Trap, The Intern, and a bunch of other iconic movies. A lot of good rom-coms. And this movie has a ton of big stars in it. There is Jude Law, who is right on the outs of being cute. Oh, like, he was still very handsome he's still in this. cute, I but know. he's starting to lose his hair, for sure. And there are just issues with him. Like, ugh. He was so cute for like five minutes. I've said it in other podcasts. Anybody who's seen the talented Mr. Ripley knows what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, and then Cameron Diaz is in this movie, and I think she's super pretty. Her eyes are just glowing in this film. And then Kate Winslet, she is obviously famous for Titanic and many other things. And then Jack Black, we love Jack Black, but that is a random one because he's not just playing a full-on funny guy in this movie. I mean, he's basically funny the whole time because the movie's not serious, but he's, yeah, he's just different. He's this. just a regular funny guy, yeah. not, not a comedian. Exactly. And it was a funny film in a lot of ways because it dealt with uh, Hollywood as a business and people in the business. You know, Jack Black was a composer. Cameron Diaz did uh, movie, tra trailers. movie trailers. And it was a pretty neat device where, you know, she's just so used to the quick, how long are movie trailers? A minute and a half? Two mm -hmm. minutes at the most? That real quick summary of action and or challenge and decisions and all this stuff and so throughout the film she's thinking about her own life in that those yeah. terms that was kind of clever and whenever she's second guessing herself or hating her life it's like the narration comes on in a world or whatever in that voice that they use yeah. for movie trailers i can't even do it that deep yeah in a world can you do it dad in a world where people Ooh. don't i would not hire you for <laughs> my movie trailer well that's why i'm not doing that <laughs> so the plot in this film is pretty ridiculous but eh, Cute. I can get, I can get past that because basically it's a Airbnb kind of situation because before both, there was Airbnb exactly both Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz hate their lives and hate the men in their lives so they're looking to go somewhere else and get out of there so they decide to swap houses on the internet they don't know each other Kate Winslet is British and she lives in a little cottage and then Cameron Diaz is from L.A. and lives in the most magnificent house ever I want to live there so badly oh it's such a great house Oh, the movie room is just to die for. But they switch houses and... They each they decide that they're each going to take a holiday, a vacation mm -hmm. by switching houses and cars and everything like that. Just kind of getting away from their real life and living a completely different life for a week. And this movie makes it seem so simple just to buy a plane ticket for the next day and just be in a different country. I wish it was that easy. 
Kate Winslet's character um, could have stepped out of Bridget Jones' Diary or Love Actually, one of those films where there's an ensemble cast and they're all a little quirky. I thought it was pretty good that they weren't that quirky in this one. They were they were pretty relatable. And you could tell it was an interesting time. When, when, when did the movie come out? 2000, 2006. 2006. So, yeah, there was the internet. There were some modern things. iPhones weren't around yet. They still had flip phones. And their Blackberries. And she worked at a newspaper where there were 150 people at the Christmas party. And that, being a former journalist, that doesn't happen anymore because there are not 150 journalists working anywhere. Essentially, both the women are so fed up with the men in their lives that they just want to get away. But, of course, this is a rom-com. Of course, there are going to be men involved. So, pretty soon... Cameron Diaz is hating her life in this English cottage. It's really cold, and I think she just wants to go home because she's just a hard worker and all constantly working, so she doesn't know how to relax. But then a mysterious drunken man comes to her door, and it ends up being Jude Law, and he is actually Kate Winslet's brother. So he's the hot British brother, and a relationship starts with them, and they're a, they're a pretty couple. They are. They're a real cute couple, and he's a he's a sweet guy, Very. and they really kind of hit it off, but she knows it can't last, and um, as it turns out, he has a secret, but it <laughs> turns out not to be a bad secret, but a good secret. They just, they're kind of a couple that you are rooting for. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> that is so suspicious, though. Imagine just having a guy... And she lets him in. He's just knocking at her door, and she's like, um, come in, I guess? Like, he could be anyone, because especially because she's in a super isolated house. It's a really cute cottage, though. And the bathtub. That is oh so cute. Gosh. I know the bathroom I love. It's so adorable. And speaking of houses... Yeah, I think Kate Winslet got the better end of the I, deal, that L.A. home. It was really nice. And Brentwood, actually. Oh. Yeah, really nice. Watch out for O.J. We just actually finished watching... The OJ series on Netflix, and it was really good. From several years ago. Yeah, by yeah. the way. And Strange Love Nation, if you can remember the earlier episodes in this holiday series, we talked about the Grinch. You would think the Grinch and the holiday would have nothing in common, but there was one scene where they play the Chariots of Fire theme, and when Jack Black's doing it in the holiday, and Jim Carrey's doing it in the Grinch, watch for it. It's one of those coincidences that... You don't see uh, all that often between movies that are so different. Do, 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 do. That one. Yes. I do, 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 I love do. it. Good stuff. Do. We should start. We should have a Christmas album, guys. Oh, I don't think the world's ready for that. I don't think so either. Although if the world survived Princess Switch 2, it might be able to survive our Christmas album. I think Princess Switch 2, which is episode 7 of our 12 Days of Christmas series, is kind of a punishment, maybe from God or something, just to wrap up 2020, just one more thing, just to ruin our lives. I had not thought of it that way, but that's a good point. Honestly, yes. historians will look back and be like, oh, wow. Perhaps some reconvened war crimes tribunal can judge them on its own merits. Mm-hmm. But back to the holiday, folks. Um, I, I think it was a fun movie. I think it was a good movie. It was um, kind of one of those films where... You're not, it's not just like a laugh a minute, and yet you're smiling through most of it. I think because the acting, the actors and the characters are likable, you're kind of um, interested in what happens to them. The scenes are, it's kind of funny the way they alternate between this cold British Christmas scene and the L.A. during the holidays. (laughs) 
And um, I thought it was real enjoyable. I think that Kate Winslet does such a good job in this movie because she just plays such a relatable... I mean, I'm not British, but she just plays such a relatable woman. And her reaction to the nice L.A. home is awesome. Her reaction to... Jack Black is cute, just like their relationship's adorable and how it progresses because they just start out as friends. No spoilers. But. And she makes friends with this older man who's a former big-time big screenwriter. And um, to see how she becomes friends with him and helps him along, and, he, and then he helps her along. It's kind of sweet. It's really sweet. And at one point, uh, Kate Winslet is swimming in a pool, and a door floats by, and there was enough room on that door for Leo. We know it. You know it. Oh, just let it go. Titan- we have not done Titanic yet. You we can save to. that for that we podcast. We should. We should do that. There was room on that door. And Leo says he prefers not to discuss it, because I think he agrees there was room on the door. Should we talk about the music in the film? It was really well done. Hans Zimmer, our king. Oh, we love Hans Zimmer. He but, does all the music for Christopher Nolan But films. one of the best parts was a, another one, uh, Ennio Morricone. You want to mention them? Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, the very famous um, Italian composer Morricone who did the music for countless classic films. And Jack Black's character is also a songwriter and composer for films, and he's obsessed with Morricone. And um, so throughout the, the, uh, throughout the holiday, they're playing little snippets of Morricone music, which is, is pretty unusual. One of the craziest songs they play from Morricone's um, catalog is the theme from Cinema Paradiso, which is a great Italian foreign film. One, probably my favorite foreign film is the Y'alls. It is. It's it's such a yeah that just makes you feel good when you watch it. We need to do a podcast about that because I think it's super underrated. Especially if you love movies. I mean, you have to see that movie. Just the sweetest film. But yeah, hearing that song is insane because the score in that movie is just so memorable. So we heard it and we were like, what? And Jack Black was listening to it because he loves the soundtrack. It's just, it's great. It's good stuff. And this movie is so adorable. But it's not too Christmassy, like Dad said earlier in this episode. After watching this movie, how much of the holiday spirit are you in? Oh, can I go first? Of course. None. Mmm... Um, I don't think it was the sort of movie that makes me want to run out and put up the Christmas tree, but it does, I think, it might make you want to light a fire and cuddle up beside the fire with your significant other. (laughs) I thought you meant cuddle up in the fire. I was like, yikes, turning into a s'more. And it's surprising because this movie didn't get the greatest ratings. It got it has a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I know that doesn't really matter, but when people are looking at this movie, they're probably thinking... Why is Strangelove covering this mediocre film? It's not mediocre. It's so cute. And I have a lot of friends who, um, I guess mom friends maybe, um, who really like this movie. I mean, it's one of their favorites and they watch it every Christmas. So I think it's one of those that's underrated. Yeah. Yeah, considering the stars it had, I hadn't heard of it. Or I thought I'd seen it, but I obviously was mistaken. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, I was kidding earlier about being tricked into it. I kind of was. But it was uh, it was enjoyable. So I'd give it... Oh, are we giving it stockings yet? Yeah, we can. Um, I'd give it uh, three and a half stockings. Okay. I think I'd give it four stockings. I think I'd give it four stockings too. It wasn't um, perfect, but um, but it was, a, it was a nice little rom-com. And the good thing about this movie, as opposed to some of the other ones we saw, is that you really could watch it any time of the year <laughs> true, if you're true. just kind of in the mood for attractive people doing funny things. You can uh, just put this movie on and you'll enjoy it. That's my cup of tea. I love watching attractive people do stuff on screen. 
point of order, I'd like to change my rating to four. I just remembered the ending. It's not what you think. It's not unhappy. And it's fairly happy, but it, it, it seemed very realistic as oh, opposed yeah. to, you know, a movie Hollywood ending kind of thing where everything is perfect. Everything wasn't perfect, but it was, it was pretty good and they were having a good time. So I like that. So we have a unanimous four stocking rating on the holiday. That's right. Hey, that makes 12 feet. It matches the 12 days of Christmas. Oh my gosh, he's so clever, guys. Oh, my co-host. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed our 10th day of Christmas talking about the holiday. We really hope you guys check this movie out if you haven't already, because it really is a good one. Please join us for our 11th day of Christmas tomorrow. And that is actually going to be Christmas Eve. Ooh, exciting. And we'll be doing the most Christmassy movie of all time, Die Hard. This is fun. I'm kind of sad that we're coming close to the end. I know, but I am excited for Christmas Eve tomorrow and then Christmas Day. Follow us on Instagram at Strange Love of Movies Pod. That'll be linked down below. Thank you guys for listening. Ho, ho, ho.